Hey there listeners, well recently I went to some high performers, and this is right across the globe, and I asked this question, and there's actually a couple of questions within the question if I can put it that way, what do you use to take notes and create and manage your to-do lists? And do you use paper and pen or a tablet like a iPad or a Mark or two, or do you use some digital apps that are out there today as well? You know what? I was surprised about the different responses that I received. So let's discuss. Welcome to Leadership is Changing. Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change. This is taking your leadership to another level by finding the balance between executive excellence and personal well-being through stories that inspire real change. It's time to adapt in our fast-moving world when leadership is changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsas. Welcome to the Ask Dennis episode. This is a freestyle episode where I'm asked a question by our listeners or share my thoughts, experiences and insights from working with many leaders around the globe. Hey there listeners, as I said in my opening of this Ask Dennis episode, recently I went to some high performers and asked them that question or a couple of questions, which were, what do you use to take notes and create or manage your to-do lists? And do you use paper and pen, or do you use a, a tablet like an iPad or a Remarkable 2, or are you using these things out there called digital apps? Well, I was really surprised in the responses. Some of the responses were varied, and, you know, a lot of people were said to me, oh, I used to do this, and I have done around apps, and uh, I've also done some things around tablets, but I've actually gone back to pen and paper. Quite a lot of people said I'd gone back to pen and paper. Others said I just use pen and paper. I use pen and paper to take notes and I don't have a to-do list. Or I have a to-do list and I have to keep writing and writing them all out. So there was a whole lot of different things that were sort of coming up from various people. So what I want to do is dive deeper into the responses, but also my thoughts on what I'm seeing, hearing, and experiencing as well as we get into it. You know what? To-do lists have been a long uh, staple of personal and professional organization. And and it serves as a simple yet really effective tool for managing things like tasks and setting goals and really staying on top of things. However, in this increasingly fast-paced, ever-changing world, a world where technology and digital is actually becoming more and more in front of us. The tools that we use to plan and create and manage these kind of things, these lists, have really evolved a lot. So this really episode is to explore the various options available today from the traditional pen and paper to things like the tablets, like an iPad or Remarkable 2. If you don't know what a Remarkable 2 is, check it out. A Remarkable 2 is a like a tablet, but it's only for taking notes. You can download templates, you can read PDF documents, and mark them up as well, but it has no other things like bills and whistles, if I can put it that way, where an iPad is almost like a full-on computer, right? You can have access to the social media sites and all sorts of things that you want to do, and email and so forth, where the Remarkable 2 has no email. In other words, you don't get email, you don't get anything else, you don't get the ping, which is actually going to distract you. It's quite interesting. It's actually effective, quite a tool, that I've actually looked at, and it's really quite exciting. 
So the thing here is this, is that I've got to say, I don't really like the terminology to-do list. I think the clue is in the title. To-do is that it won't happen because they're going to do it in the future. They're going to to-do it. Now, the better thing is, is to have a list of items that you would like to do and then create. So I, I call it a must-get-done-today list. And how big is it? Tends to be three items. Why? Because it's simple. You can focus on it. And actually, what you're going to notice is that I, as I go through this today, this episode, the key word that keeps coming out to me is focus. What can help you focus and stay on track in whatever you're wanting to do? So let's explore some of these different options based on what people have shared. Well, there's that time-tested classic, pen and paper. Pen and paper to do to-do lists or note-taking have really been a reliable choice for many, many generations. And many people appreciate that tactile satisfaction of physically crossing off completed tasks from your list. You know what I mean, and I know what I mean. It just is amazing just to be able to tick things off. It gives you that sense of completion, of satisfaction of actually doing something. Now, the act of actually writing things down and writing a task or notes, whatever, actually really does help with the memory retention. And once again, here is that word, and focus. And then there's this other piece. When you're writing on pen and paper, you do not need to worry about a battery running out or there's a software glitch or I don't have the latest software. So what I've done is a little bit of pros and cons in some of these different areas that we're going to be covering off today. So in the pen and paper, the pros here are it's low-tech and it's straightforward. It's simple. There's no learning curve, and actually at any age, generation, they can get on with it. It really provides that tangible sense of accomplishment, as I said before, with crossing the tasks off. And there's no need for internet, that internet connectivity. There's no need to having to charge the battery to make sure I can use it. You just pick it up, and there it is. You just get on with it. The cons to this, well then, there's a little bit of a limited mobility and probably organisation. Why? Because on tablets and also on these apps, you can tag things so then you can search for it. So if you're having to go back pages and so forth, it's quite complicated in doing it. What I tend to do is number the pages, or if it has a date on the page, then I actually refer to the date back where I've got notes as I'm moving through. There's no automated reminders. There's nothing there to remind you that you might need to do something. And here's the big one. There's a huge risk of misplacing or losing the list. Now, the thing here is I use a planner, a physical planner, pen and paper, and it's a book. So it's a little bit harder to lose than loose pieces of paper. And if you're one that uses loose pieces of paper, you're going to run yourself into trouble one day because you will lose that list if you haven't already lost it. So that's a little bit about the pen and paper side of things. Well, let's talk about the tablets, the iPad, the Remarkable 2 
And there are many others as well. And I apologize for not listing them or naming them. But you know what? The iPad is what I've got today. And the Remarkable 2 is something I would love to have. But I'm not sure whether I want to buy it. Because you see, these things are more the modern alternatives to the pen and paper. And they really do offer that blend of traditional and digital methods. What do I mean by that? The Remarkable 2 has like a paper feel on it. The iPad, you can buy what they call paper like, and you can put that on the cover on the screen of the iPad. And both of them feel like it's writing on paper, but it ain't paper, right? So that's, that's one thing we need to think about. But it gives you that feel as well. Now, the pros and cons of the tablets are what? The pros are you've got a digital format that really starts to provide you flexibility and organization. Once again, you've got enhanced mobility and accessibility. Here's an example. On my iPad, if I'm wanting to do something and I'm filling it in, I can see it on my phone, my tablet, and also on my laptop. It's easy. It's transferable right across. And as I update one, it updates all of them. And so that's what I like about it. That's that, what I call synchronization across the devices. Also, I can add in multimedia and other links as well, which is all nice because the digital planner that I've looked at for my iPad through an app that I use called Notability, which is for taking notes, I can click on various links. I can go to a month, click on that. Then it's got the days, click on that, go to the next link, and it'll go to the days to-do list uh, or the items that I want to focus on getting done today list. So it's pretty cool. There's also interactive features, as I've just said, around note-taking, drawing. I can take photos, add that into the notes, can have the audio being recorded, and wherever I'm actually writing, it actually follows. And I can go to that writing and where it will take me straight to that recording. It's amazing what it can do. That's the pros. The cons? Well, for some, it's a learning curve that can be quite steep for some. It really depends on battery life, right? And there's also, as I said before, those are those potential distractions that can be done, which sometimes takes our focus, that word again, away from where we should be actually working on or, or making sure we've got that focus. So that's the tablet side of things. The third area that people talked about was digital apps. And so this is the new age of the to-do list, as they're calling it. And it's things that uh, where we're starting to see a lot more popularity, a lot more convenience and features starting to appear. At first, some of them were pretty simple, clunky, but now they're becoming quite sophisticated, in particular with AI coming on stream more. And so you've got a whole lot of different options out there, and they've all got the unique strengths and weaknesses. And the popular apps include Todoist, Microsoft To-Do, Trello, ClickUp, and there's so many more that I don't really want to get into them because it's just going to confuse you. If you are interested in looking at some of these apps, then I'm going to actually suggest that you look at some of them and try them out. Some of them have free trials for seven days. Give it a go and see where it takes you. But the pros and cons of the digital apps are, around the pro side of things, highly customable. You know, so in other words, you can custom the app to what you want and that you can have features around due dates, reminders, priorities, and labels slash tags, and then you can search on them 
the cloud synchronization, in other words, you can, as I said before, you also, with these apps, you can have them across multiple devices. You can collaborate with others. So you and your team can be using some of these apps and working together on various lists. You can actually have some integration with the calendars and other productivity tools as well. Some are starting to get so smart that they're going to actually give, they'll actually provide you suggestions or you can put in automation around some of your task management. So it's, that's pretty cool stuff if you're that way inclined and actually technically savvy to actually give it a go. The con side of things around these digital apps, as I said before, it's quite a steep learning uh, curve, but also is a steep curve in you actually understanding which is the right app for you and then starting to master its features. For some of them, I feel like you need to have a pilot's license to drive them. And who wants that? The other thing too is that you start to become, or there's a risk of actually having an over-reliance on technology. For some of you, you may have some privacy and data security concerns in some cases. But what I notice is that with the digital apps, there's a lot going on. And what am I trying to do? I want to keep it simple. There's so much going on right now. There's so much noise and distraction in the world. How can I make it simple? So how do we make the right choice? Well, the choice is between pen and paper, tablets like the iPad and Remarkable 2, and digital apps. But really, it comes down to the individual preferences and your needs. In other words, what are you wanting it to do for you? Now, for some of you, like me, may prefer simplicity. And you want that tactile experience of pen and paper while others who are listening to this episode may want to gravitate towards the organization and flexibility offered by the digital methods. Now, there's a few things for you to consider when you're making your choice. One is around your personal preference. So are you really more comfortable with the traditional or digital methods? Which one's right for you? And do you enjoy the act of writing, or do you prefer the convenience of the digital tools? Or would you look at a Remarkable 2 or an iPad where it gives you both, where you can write with a pen, but it's being done uh, onto a digital device? Number two would be around mobility. Are you frequently on the move, and do you need to access your to-do lists, or I must get done today list, from different devices? Now, that may suit you that you can look at a different digital options. Complexity. So do your tasks involve things around multimedia links or collaboration with others? And so then digital apps may offer you more of a kind of solution that you might want to look at. The fourth thing is around tech literacy. So in other words, how good are you around technology? Are you tech savvy? Because you see, the digital apps might be actually quite a seamless transition for you. And if not, a simple tablet or pen and paper may be more suitable for you. So at the end of the day here, listeners, the choice between pen and paper, tablets, and also these digital apps is really up to you. It's actually a personal one. Some people may prefer the simplicity and the traditional methods, while others embrace the convenience and enhance features of the digital alternatives. Whichever method you choose, the most important aspect is that it helps you stay organized, focused, and efficient in managing your tasks and achieving your goals. Personally, I like it to be simple 
and impactful. I think sometimes people say to me, what's the best option? Well, I think the best option is the one that you use. The most important thing is you do use something. And that's why I use pen and paper. I use a planner, actually, that helps me do that. And I focus on the top three things that I want to get done today. And I tend to keep going back to pen and paper. And that's what really starts to help me stay focused. What's really interesting here is from a digital perspective or planning, I actually do have a digital app that I have a lot of things that I want to get done in different areas of my business. But then I actually have a global view of that to-do list, of that list of things I want to do in the future. But then on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, what do I do? Is I transfer things in my thinking based on that other list and start to put that into the planner and I focus it on the planner. Why? Because it keeps me focused. Now, some people have said to me, part of the feedback is that they delegate a lot. And I think that's a really important thing to do. One of them turned around and said to me, they use the three Ds. You do it, or you delegate it, or you dump it. So either you do it, in other words, you get on with it. The second thing is you delegate it to someone else. Or the third thing is you dump it, you get rid of it, because it's not worthwhile doing, or it's a time consumer, or it's just not the right thing for you to be focusing on right now. Hey listeners, that's it for this episode. It's always a pleasure being with you. Thanks for joining me on the Leadership is Changing podcast. Until next time, bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Leadership is Changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsas. Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change, inspiring executives and leaders to adapt and lead a bigger game in a fast-moving world.